Demons Discuss, take one, the one where we tell you about ourselves. Welcome to Demons Discuss, take one, an unofficial podcast about the all souls universe and various topics that orbit it. We are your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie, and we'll begin at the end. I am Valerie, and here is Angela. Hello. And here is Jean. Hello. And today our title is the one where we tell you about ourselves. We don't need a whole lot of translation. It is what it is. Um, We'll begin shortly, but first Angela has some news for us, so go ahead, Angela. Here's what's been happening in the All Souls universe. We have author news. In Deb's last update, she went from a juggling act to becoming a ringmaster of her own circus. She's been writing a lot about the Serpent's Mirror, but reported that those crazy writing monkeys sometimes want to, wanted to write about stories and characters other than Matthew and Diana. But it sounds like a win-win for us. A Discovery Witches TV, Deb and the 8-Out TV writers are approaching the halfway point in the writing season. They finished the document that lays out the All Souls universe, the characters, settings, plot, and rules for living in that world. And as we speak, she's talking with Bad Wolf TV. So it's the dream team meeting of writers, producers, designers to talk about the project. Deb says to stay tuned, and she knows that we will. It seems like a lot of magic is brewing on that front, and we hope to hear more development soon. Deb's website. Deb has a new website. It's redesigned with readers and fans in mind. You can stay up to date with Deb's announcements and get interactive yourself with her tag board. Tag your social media posts with hashtag Deborah Harkness and it'll show up on her tag board. The real-time reading season is upon us. A Discovery of Witches real-time read-along starts on Sunday, September 18th. Readers can grab their All Souls real-time reading companions and follow a Discovery of Witches story in real-time. Deb's tip to finding your own companion is to do a search for Harkness All Souls Companion. There's also real-time reading calendars out there to keep track of when and what to read and on what day. The 10th Knot has a downloadable calendar in their About Me download section, and it's yours for the taking. The Voynich Manuscript. You can channel your inner Diana Bishop and try to crack the mysterious code that is the Voynich Manuscript. Yale University Press will be publishing a facsimile copy of the Voynich Manuscript this fall. And besides the obvious All Souls connection, our own Deb Harkness did the introduction for the book. In fandom news, All Souls Con. September 12th was the anniversary of the first ever All Souls Con, and we virtually reminisced about what fun we had that day and look forward to a future one. In other All Souls Con news, in honor of Diana Bishop's birthday, they gifted the fandom with the 2015 All Souls Con video. You can go to allsoulscon.org to see the recorded event on demand. The 10th Knot went on a field trip to New Haven, Connecticut. You can follow the Book of Life locations that they visited in their most recent post, On the Steps of Matthew and Diana, New Haven Part 1. Last but not least, we have us, Demons Domain. We were quite busy over the summer ourselves and held a series of giveaways. We'd like to give a hearty congratulations again to our winners. Congrats to Wendy, Cheryl, Bailey, and our finale winner, Marie. You can see links to the people, places, and things that were mentioned in this newscast in our show notes. Valerie? Well, the only thing, I think I have a comment about that. Uh, I went back and I watched the... um 
the recap of the All Souls Con, and I decided I really can't stand my voice. Holy crap. <laughs> well, and here, and here we are podcasting, right? Thanks to you, I'm ever cognizant of the vocal fry, not because of what you do, but because of how you clarified in the, uh, the Q&A with Jennifer Akita. <laughs> yeah, vocal fry. I have, <laughs> I have natural vocal fry before it became a thing. You're like, always, yeah. always sounding s- sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> and snarky. I look at it this way. At least we're not doing video because yeah. this is true. That pot, or that recap reminded me of how I like to drive a podium, a bad oh. habit I've had for years. Yeah, you do. You rocked it, though. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Or something. And another good reason for video is my hair today. No video for, is my hair today because it's got a mind of its own. So it's probably a good thing we're doing a podcast. It's demon hair. Uh, okay. We'll go with that. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, we're going to start talking about ourselves. Yeah. Welcome, to, welcome to the meat of our episode, the one where we tell you about ourselves. Yay. I'm Jean. I'm a lawyer, and that would explain my superpower. I'm the research monkey here. I love to search out things. I love to figure out puzzles. And I will probably bombard you in future episodes with a lot of crazy, arcane, trivial knowledge, which also reflects my skill at Trivial Pursuit. I'm the font of useless knowledge, and I'm the scheming demon. I came to the books thanks to the local library. I was looking for something to read, and it was in the new releases. After that, I got interested, found Deb on Twitter, followed her Q&A, and found my way to a group, which introduced me to Valerie and Angela. And here we are today. I'll hail the library. And Angela, how'd you come to it? Well, Far less glamorous. I wish I could say I found a library, but it was my People magazine in my dentist's office. But I suppose it doesn't really matter how I found it. It just matters that I found it. There you go. Exactly. Well, to be honest, I saw it at Sam's Club, but I was too cheap to buy it. (laughs) So that's even less glamorous. Um, I was gifted it. It was gifted to me because I was looking for something to read. And I had a teenage daughter in my house at the time who was full of twilight. And I always encourage reading. And so I like to read things along with her. But I think I had been twilighted out. And I am a fantasy fiction fan. So I was searching for something for someone more my age, more adults. And my mother gifted me with a discovery of witches. And she said, yes, there's more. And she happened to be in a position where she could get me an early copy of Shadow of Night. And I joined the group not knowing it was an early copy of Shadow of Night. And I started gushing about it. And everybody's like, whoa, we haven't read it yet. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) And there's the phone call. Name not found. (laughs) Is that your doorbell? No, it's actually... A blind call, uh, the blind calls now do that. It's better than using a fake name. They do that too with call masking. And how did we wind up doing this? How we wound up doing this? Yes. We needed something more to spend our time on. And we started with Armitage for Claremont because we wanted to see if we could do it. And we did it. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, did we do it. Yeah, we kind of created a little monster monster there. Yeah. Yeah. It it was a great learning experience as far as social media platforms and getting your message out. And it's certainly something we can apply to anything in the world. And oh, I think yeah. Demon, Demon's Domain is proof of that. So we came to do this and we started out. And when we started out, there was four of us. 
And then we whittled down to three. And Angela's always done our social media. And you've always been our scheming demon. In many, many ways, I've been scheming demon. I am the one who comes up with the bad ideas, and I expect everybody else to figure out how to implement them. Yeah, yeah, this is true. And then Angela's our maven demon. demon. She's the one that uh, scurries out information. And she's the one you talk to on social media. And do you regret that we ever asked you <laughs> to do that? <laughs> Not for a second. I can't tell you how much I've learned. I mean, it, it just started like a stupid human trick. Like, let's just see if I do this, what will happen? Let's see if we start tweeting Warner Brothers, what will happen? Um, and it was just us in the beginning talking to each other. And it's obviously yeah, grown. We <laughs> grown a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were. We were having little, whole little conversations with ourselves. And oh. That was an interesting experience. I mean, remember all the hate we got in oh, the beginning? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was terrible. But that worked out. I mean, fortunately, we just uh, went on like D- Diana, just blinders on, full speed ahead. Doesn't matter. Clutter yeah. around us. We'll keep going. Yeah. We got a lot of uh, Twitter hate from us bombarding everybody's feeds with RA4MC. That was pretty funny. Well, our personal feeds, yes. Once we finally got a group. And to be honest, it wasn't so much hate from the All Souls universe. It was more of the Armitage universe. Yeah. Which also taught us a lot about fandoms in general and how they all have very unique personalities. That one's definitely unique. It is a close fandom and you can tell that they really care about each other and they care about Richard. But I think with anything, you get a group of people together and occasionally there are skirmishes and, and we try to sit in the sidelines <laughs> behind a bunker <laughs> trying to avoid it. <laughs> like, can't we all get along? We just want one thing, Richard or, or Matthew. It's a job, and- people. We just want him to stay gainfully employed. Yeah, yeah that was fun. And then uh, we wound up being Demon's Domain. And that was an interesting right. well, decision. We figured, regardless of regardless of the outcome of Armitage for Claremont, we realized we want to continue talking about the books and whatever else comes next after that. We've been having fun with Demon's Domain. I think it gives us a lot more freedom as far as who we're reaching, and I think it's a more wide audience for that because Deb's got a lot of fans and a lot of people reading her books. So I think it was a good move for us in the long run. Yeah. And I think the folks that are listening will find that we go beyond the pages of the books and bring things from the real world that Deb has infused the universe with. And we kind of like to explore the outside, bringing the outside in and trying to relate the also's universe to history and events that are going on. And it's more than just a read I think that's our goal as a demon's domain. But here we are trying this new thing, this podcast. And uh, I guess our goal is the same with that too, right? Yeah, I think so. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different presentation and a little bit more freewheeling than our our blogs. But yeah, we're going to be just as wide ranging, I think. Well, we'll try. Sometimes I don't know that we can always guarantee it, but we will definitely try, I think. And we're looking to our audience. We're looking to you as our audience to let us know what you want to hear about and what you want to talk about so demons discuss at gmail.com demons discuss at gmail.com email us let us know what you think um there's going to be a form on the show notes but we haven't gotten that for yet and say demons discuss five times fast it's bad (laughs) 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 it's bad it's not it was not we didn't think that through when we came up with the name but we have the name now so we're sticking with it and if you hear me lisping when i say demons discuss i'm sorry well 
It's just what we're doing. It's demons discussing. We're discussing. And that's that. And um, we were hesitant to do a podcast for a while. We were originally going to do a booktubing thing, but I think that's going to be, that was going to be a nightmare logistically anyway. Well, the thing is with the booktubing, which is an interesting format, I don't think it was big enough to encompass everything we wanted to do. Right. No. And editing it with pictures and everything. I mean, we did videos with Armitage for Claremont and those were fun to do, but I think after a while uh, doing videos for this would not be fun. No. And that's the goal. Keep it fun for us. So it's fun for everybody else. I think people know when something is painful for others. Yes. And and not to say we won't have videos on our YouTube channel, but this was the next natural step. And uh, we're going to pursue that for now. And we were hesitant to do it because there is another podcast on the All Souls trilogy, and that's the All Souls podcast. But we don't do what they do. So there's room for everybody. (laughs) I figure we have a voice. So let's let's start. And I can't wait, can't wait to see what else is coming in the fandom. I mean, we're now one of two podcasts, and I'm sure there's going to be more podcasts and more bloggers. And I can't I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the explosion. It's going to be fun. I think it'll it'll because we're kind of small as far as the fandom. There's only a few places people can look, and people have looked at Deb's website. There's a few groups and discussion groups, and there are scattered pages. I think the Tenth Knot and a Feast for All Souls, and of course All Souls Con. But that's mainly a page about All Souls Con. So we hope to be the one-stop shop. Ultimately, especially if you're looking for extra research and you know stuff off the beaten path. <laughs> nerdiness. Nerdiness. Yeah, lots of nerdiness. So personal superpowers. You want to touch on that? And so, Jean? I'm the ultimate nerd, and I'm the ultimate schemer. Yep. I I am going to be the one who's going to figure out the stupid, obscure Easter egg about which Baldwin was our Baldwin in the Crusades, or who Gallo Glass's human identity was. Yeah, I'm that obsessive person. Yeah, you did. Just so our listeners know, um, Jean is the the person behind the Weekly Geeks. So if you're geeking out and you wonder where we get all that information, that's all Jean. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I will I will uh, give Angela some credit for some input on that. Angela too. too. Yeah. Well, okay. You're the one who sends me the documents. <laughs> okay. All right. So there's that. And then Miss Angela and her superpowers. I, she, go, go ahead. ahead. I suppose it's social media. Uh, I, I'm the one out there on our various platforms. I mean, I get obviously input from you guys, but uh, working it daily. Working it daily. And she will find the most obscure information about anything. Or anyone. Or anyone. It is almost scary. Well, I guess that's my other superpower, relating anything and everything to the All Souls world. I mean, I don't know. I guess because we live in it and we eat and breathe it, it's not that hard to do, at least for us, but uh, I like to do it. I think Dub's made it easy for us to do that too, because she's so interwoven real history and real places into her fantasy universe that it's real easy to go to a city or go to a museum and say, hey, wouldn't that be in so-and-so's house? Right. Well, what's interesting at one of her book talks when she was uh, on the tour for the Book of Life, I had asked that question, you know, do characters talk to you and what do they say? And she said, I could look around right now at this bookstore and say, I bet you Baldwin would read that or I bet you Philippe would like that. So um, she's in that world and she's brought us in. So that's natural behavior, I guess. So she's always there. Yes. Somewhat a foot in the 
giving listeners a peek behind the curtain of all souls. I think that's what our goal is here. Maybe discuss passages, but we, we're not going to read this word for word. We're going to assume that the listener has read the books and maybe wants to know a little bit more. I think that's a niche we can fill. Niche or niche? It's niche. If you're American, niche if you're an Anglophile. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the niche we can fill. We can try to fill it. But I, I think at this point to try to define ourselves would be a little bit limiting. So let's see where this takes us. If anyone's familiar with our blog, they know our ridiculously random recaps and we're kind of, that's just the way we roll. Ridiculous, random, and we recap. Yep. I mean, and sometimes we go off the beaten path, like uh, trying to think of an example. Oh, our Prince tribute. Yeah, that was a little bit off the beaten path. (laughs) But it's still related. He's a demon. He is a demon. That's it. Prince is a demon. Well, now that you know a little bit about us, we thought we'd let you know what we're looking at talking about in the coming days. Uh, Upcoming episodes are going to include a compare compare and contrast of the All Souls vampires to other vampires in literature. That's the one where we talk about vampires. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, we're going to hopefully explore the various types of witchcraft and pagan practice and the kind of witches that Deb has introduced us to in the All Souls universe in another upcoming episode. And then, of course, we're going to talk to a, talk about a topic near and dear to our hearts, demons. Demons. And how the All Souls demons are a totally different thing than the Judeo-Christian demon that everybody's familiar with, with the big scary horns and evil stuff going on. There's quite a difference. Yeah. Maybe even include, uh, we're thinking about in coming days, Gallo Glass and his influence on Shakespeare. Yes. Yes, that's definitely a geeky conversation that- to have. I think you included that in the Weekly Geek, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more to, more to where that came from. Yeah. Whoa, that's a good one. Shakespeare, I'm there. And maybe some of the meddling that Philippe's gotten into over the ages. That will be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. it's all alluded to, but we never really get to see, and really. You, and you know how we like to speculate. I think you guys like to speculate more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> you like to watch a speculated movie. <laughs> it's fun to watch you guys speculate. I, I tend to be like... Yeah. Jean and I like to fill in the, the history gaps. I mean, that's Deb's specialty too. She likes to, when there's a gap to fill it in. I mean, and if we don't know what she's going to fill it in with, we just go on a flight of fancy and do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. I'm like, these girls are going to be so thrown off when it's something totally different, but well, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah, that would be the book of life. When you, when you think about the alternate universe we wove in the two years waiting for the book of life. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe that... we'll even touch on that. All the yeah. ways we were, all the ways the demons were wrong. Right. Yeah. When we were trying to spike, I, I think those two years gave us too much time to sit and ponder and and wait i think i feel like you're almost better off just writing the whole trilogy all at once and then just scatter releasing them you know just trickling them out like a netflix binge (laughs) yeah yeah i think i think that's probably yeah exactly like oranges and the new black (laughs) they all come out at the same time and then like three days later you're like oh god what just happened (laughs) (laughs) Well, we like to speculate, Val. You're spot on. A character can walk into a room on a page and you can read them like no other. Well, yeah. For most of them. Some of them, I I 
couldn't read him at all. Like, uh, let's say the book of life, Chris, I, I just didn't understand him. I didn't understand his motivations. It just seemed odd to me, but that's another discussion, I think. Maybe yeah. that can go in the, the ways we were wrong type of thing. <laughs> Well, you were spot on right about Father Hubbard. I was the one who was totally wrong there. Well, he didn't do anything to anybody. That's what sold me. I was <laughs> total, he's creepy. And then you said, well, what did he ever do to you? I'm like, nothing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything to anybody. I'll... <laughs> Well, if in like Father Hubbard's case, and we can go into this at another time, but in Father Hubbard's case, what I saw was a dude who was very protective of his flock and wanted, and for some reason didn't like Matthew. And I know at first I didn't like Matthew, so I kind of related to him a little bit. Isn't that weird? At well, first. Well, if people want to explore that more, they can watch the All Souls Con recap and hear all about how Val- Valerie did not like Matthew Claremont. <laughs> At first, no. at first, I, I he won me over eventually. But at first, I was like, "Oh no, I, I no, not this dude." Um, <laughs> I, I just didn't see it. He he didn't he didn't feel like a warm presence at all. And I'm not saying because I think he was meant to be cold, right? But normally, I can read something and say, oh, "Okay, there's something beneath that." But I. Like I said before, um, Hamish Hamish brought that out for me. I, I didn't see anything beneath that. I just saw this dude who was cold and demanding, and and sure he's a vampire, and that's kind of the stereotypical thing for vampires. But it was I, very Rochester from Jane Eyre. Yeah, he, you're right. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I didn't want to at first, so but I knew where yeah. that was going to end up. Well, you always do when you read those books. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is very formulaic. I mean, not unlike this one. It's very formulaic. We do get there eventually, but the way they, the way Deb traverses through the story, I think, is what's unique and interesting about this series. It, it, oh, yeah. It's a romance wrapped up in beautiful, unexpected paper. Absolutely. I mean, Shadow of Night, I didn't, I was, every turn I was, oh my gosh, what's, it was a surprise. There was lots of twists and turns. I always say on social media when I'm tweeting to somebody, buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a ride. It's a delight. Shadow of Night was a delight to me. Me too. It, it's, well, I mean, I think we've said this before. It was our favorite. What what got you guys saying, uh, what made you, like when you picked up A Discovery of Witches, what made you say, okay, I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul. Matthew. The history. <laughs> the history. Angela, you too? Not so much. I mean, I really like Matthew. I, I The things that you did not like, that he was cold and calculated. I love the veneer. I wanted him to be rich and sophisticated, and he was. And I fell hook, line, and sinker from the beginning for with him. Really? Yep. Huh. I like his history. And even in Old Souls Con, you had asked, you know, I was creeped out by him going through the window. I'm like, nope, I didn't care. Part of the story. I'm just here to enjoy the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real life? Yes, I'd be creeped out. You know, <laughs> the stalking was no. kind of sweet. <laughs> I kind of liked it too. I knew it was going to go somewhere good with the stalking. So I, I bought yeah. it not too long before Val did. Yeah, no, I I couldn't with him. I, I was just like, okay, so he goes in her, her window and then he just stares at her for three hours. Really? That's kind of creepy. And then it took me back to it took me back to like the the twilight thing where Edward would just stare at Bella and I'm like oh no not again. <laughs> I, I mean I, I guess in the sense I was I mean it was Matthew that hooked me but I I guess it was historical elements because I was dying to know how old he was. It's his and backstory. Yes, his exactly. His backstory hooked me. 
Yes. Which goes back to Val and her character analysis, too, because it created such a rich character and a rich history for him. But that's another episode for another day. This is I true. think so. Yeah, this is true. I think for, well, everybody knows chapter nine was the one that hooked me, but I think I said I was in it for the long haul when they got back to Madison and uh, the house and the ensemble of characters. When they all got together, for me, that did it. I, I, I was like, oh yeah, I, I want to read book two. Where's this going? It, it was good. Isabel, too. When well, we met Isabel. If you think about it, you had two, you had the vampire family assemble, and then they go to Madison and the witch family assembled. Yeah, that was... It was kind of two sides of the same coin. Yeah. I think when they got to Septor, I was like, oh, okay. And there's Mart. And I loved Mart. I really did. And Isabel, I... I think I related to her at first, even though she was cold and nasty. And I, I see that's weird. It's two sides of the same coin. It's like um, Matthew was the same way. And I was just like, Ugh, no, but Isabel. And I was like, oh, yes, lady, I relate to you. Who is this chick? And what is she doing with my son? And, you know, I could relate to the motherly aspects of Isabel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh, wrap this up. Do you have any final words, Jean? I can't wait to explore all these new things with you ladies and chat a lot. And hopefully everybody enjoys what we have to say and what we have to chat about. We'll see. It's going to be a fun new ride. It it, it will be. And Angela? Same sentiment. Uh, You know, the sky's the limit on what we're going to explore and what we're going to talk about. We hope to get ideas from listeners as well. We'd love their input. Um, We don't know where we're going, but let's all go together. And I echo you too. I just want to add to the audience, hey, we'll get better at this. We're kind of bumbling through right now. (laughs) But I hope you guys are patient and can tune in for our next episode. We're going to talk about vampires, right, Jean? Yes, we are. And thanks for bearing with us because actually we don't get to truly talk to one, one another in a group setting like this all that often. And it's kind of an indulgence for us. And we hope you guys bear with us. In future episodes, we won't be so giddy, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I think we worked a lot of that out. And just to let the audience know, we had to do a take two because we were a little bit ridiculous on on take one. (laughs) So we got that all out of our systems and we definitely came out calmer this time. Yes, Um, we did. Yes, we did. So we're going to hang in there, strap yourselves in and... Visit us on www.demonsdiscuss.com. And I guess it would be easier to say, visit us at our main site, demonsdomain.com. It'll get you there the same way. But demonsdiscuss.com will take you right to the main page where the podcasts are listed, where we're planning on doing it. At this point, they're not listed. But by the time this publishes, hopefully that'll be up and running Google already found it, as Angela let me know this morning. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) Either way, (laughs) there's nothing to see there right now. But by the time this publishes, you can go to demonsdiscuss.com and you will see our podcast listed there. And also mainly on demonsdomain.com. Visit us, follow us on social media, and we'll talk to you next time. And thanks for letting us be the voices in your head. Bye. Peace Bye-bye. out. Bye-bye.